Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Gimme the Hogs Chuck! Well, welcome in. Happy New Year. We're glad you're with us. As we begin 2023 on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, doesn't seem possible. Another year's gone, another year begins. Hope all of you had a great holiday season. We got a lot to unpack as we begin the new year. We got a basketball game tonight at Bud Walton Arena. The Razorbacks, since we spoke last, dropped their conference opener. And they've got a big one tonight at home against a resurgent Missouri Tiger team, 730 is the tip-off time tonight. Mizzou's ranked, Arkansas's ranked. It's the first time the Razorbacks have played an SEC home opener with both teams ranked. So there's that to look forward to tonight. I think it's going to be a good game. First of two between Arkansas and Mizzou. They'll play again two weeks from tonight up in Columbia. So uh, the Razorbacks hoping hoping to draw first blood. As always, we're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And if you've made a New Year's resolution that you're going to get into the real estate operation, that you got a house to sell, a house to buy, I urge you to log on to WeikerGriffin.com. And we're also brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do in your bowl games? We still got more to talk about. There's more coming up. And uh, the Bet Saracen app is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. I loved college football bowl season. You know, I just thought it really kicked into high gear as we got into the last week, or the uh, the end of last week. It really kind of started with Arkansas's game. You know, I had a chance to travel a little bit after our bowl game because there wasn't a basketball game this past weekend. And I got to tell you, you know, I was I was wearing a Razorback polo, and everywhere I went, somebody stopped to talk about that game against Kansas. And I saw where the numbers on ESPN were really, really up there for one of the so-called minor bowls. You know, every year it seems like in bowl season there's one of those games where it's just crazy. I mean, weird stuff happens. One team gets a big lead. The other team comes storming back. We just happen to be that game this year. And uh, it was a really entertaining game. It was a nail-biter at the end, and Arkansas was lucky to get out of there. But it really kind of started that day. You know, the day after the bowl game, the Liberty Bowl game, last uh, Thursday, I guess it was, the day after the game, all three of the bowl games that were played that day were decided by eight points or less. Florida State beat Oklahoma on a late field goal. Texas got beat. Washington beat them by a touchdown. Then on Friday, the Notre Dame-South Carolina game was a good game, competitive game. Notre Dame won. Tennessee put a whipping on Clemson in the Orange Bowl. I kind of liked watching that. Then Saturday, I mean, the semifinal games. How could it have been any better than what we saw on Saturday? TCU beat Michigan. Georgia came back and beat Ohio State. Two great games. I mean, just showcases for college football. And, you know, I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a TCU believer. Now, I think Michigan got hosed on that one touchdown call that they overturned right before the fumble. But uh, TCU, 
really, really impressive. And, you know, when you step back, when you step back and you look at football sometimes, particularly in the modern college game, the team with the best quarterback is the team that wins. Sometimes that's particularly true in bowl games. You know, when you step back and you look at TCU against Michigan, TCU had the better quarterback. Now, we assumed Michigan would be more rugged, and their quarterback who's good would be good enough to lead them to enough points to let their defense win the game for him. Didn't turn out like that at all. TCU had the best quarterback. TCU won the game. And, you know, when I look at the national championship game, you know, if you're matching quarterbacks, as much as I like Stetson Bennett, Max Duggan's better. And who knows? It may turn out to be a battle of quarterbacks in that game. And then on Monday, on Monday, when Tulane came back and beat USC. Now, the Mississippi State-Illinois game was mildly entertaining. Um, as it turned out, the, you know, the Rose Bowl was a one-sided affair. But the Cotton Bowl turned out to be a great game. I think a lot of people probably switched over and watched the end of that game, the way Tulane came back. I mean, that's why you love college football. That's why you love college football is when you watch a game like that. And I found myself when that game was over, really being sad that for all intents and purposes, the college football season's in the books. I know we've still got TCU and Georgia, and it's going to be a great game, and I'm looking forward to it. But for all intents and purposes, it ended, you know, on Monday. But there were great games, and the bowl season was good, and uh, it's nice to be one of those teams that, that comes away with a win. I know lots of people are making New Year's resolutions. Now, Perhaps your family grew in 2022 and you're thinking about a bigger house in 2023. Perhaps you're going to buy that piece of land you've been thinking about. I want to wholeheartedly recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I've used them. I say used them. I really partnered with them. <laughs> Sometimes they were telling me what I needed to do, and I was smart enough to listen to them. I partnered with them to sell a home, and I partnered with them to buy a home, and both times it really went beyond what my expectations were. These are professional realtors. They're the best trained in the business. They understand the market. They know what it means. Consequently, they're better negotiators. And ultimately, they know how to get you from contract to close. So if that's in your plans for 2023, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale. They're in Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri. And as always, you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Give me the hog. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Give me them hogs with mustard, Chuck. All right, football season's over. Basketball takes center stage. Big one tonight. Arkansas and Mizzou at Bud Walton Arena. Mizzou coming off a win over Kentucky. Ran them off the floor up in Mizzou Arena. A little bit later that night, the Razorbacks struggled to score and lost at LSU by three. So this time, both teams are ranked. 
and it ought to be good. It ought to be a fun game tonight. So let's talk a little basketball as we continue on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Dave Neal will be on the call tonight for the SEC Network as the Razorbacks take on Mizzou. Dave, you'll be working with Pat Bradley tonight. You have a chance to work with two of our favorites, Pat Bradley and Joe Klein. And I just wonder what it's like to work with a shooter, as you'll be doing this evening. There is nothing like working with a shooter. I've probably worked with, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 different basketball analysts in my career, maybe more than that. And, um, and th- I say this thankfully because uh, I love him, but there's nobody like Pat Bradley. There is nobody I've worked with quite like uh, the shooter. I-, I love him. He's uh, great. He's energetic, passionate, loves college basketball, loves Arkansas, too. Um, and anybody, and I'm willing to work with anybody that, that has that kind of passion. So I'm looking forward to it. It should be a great environment, and I'm glad to have Pat alongside. Now, you know, there are lots of teams in the SEC that are pretty good. A lot of the teams that are good we thought might be good. Missouri, I don't know, is one that a lot of people had penciled in as being in the top half of the league. And yet here we are, and the Razorbacks are getting set to take them on tonight. And, I mean, is it fair to say they're the surprise team of the league right now? Um, yeah, I would. I think they're probably the surprise in a good way. I would say Kentucky's probably the surprise in a negative way. Um, but uh, I had a chance to do that Kentucky-Missouri game um, last week. And I, I think a lot of people looked at that as, all right, let's just see how good these guys are. And the reality of it is they are really good. And to be a bunch of transfers, albeit some of these guys have played together at Cleveland State, but you know they're veteran players that came from winning programs and they know what it takes and it's their last hurrah. Um, you just have the you, you have kind of the ingredients for a team that's going to probably overachieve a little bit. Um, and I think that's what we've seen. And, and this is a good team, don't get me wrong, but I think you factor in all of those little issues that we talk about that um, you know you can't really see in a stat sheet, and that's why they started 12-1. and one. Um, It was a great environment. I mean, absolutely outstanding environment inside Mizzou Arena last week, uh, which certainly helps them. And I'll be interested to see how they handle the environment that will be Bud Walton Arena, because that's just a different monster, you know. I'll say this, when Bud Walton Arena is going, I'll take it over any other arena in America, man. It is it is something else. And so, good luck to Missouri, you know, handling that. Um, it'll be another test for those guys. What's your take on the Razorbacks right now? Figuring it out. Um, I think and that includes Coach Musselman. Um, I think these guys, especially without Nick Smith, in the uh, legendary need management situation that we're in. Never heard of that before. And, and I mean, I say that kind of joking just because of the term need management, but uh, I hope the young man's okay. I mean, he's a super talent and uh, a great future for him um, beyond Arkansas. And you just hope, you know, that it's nothing too serious. But I think without him and, and losing Brazil, it, you know, I think these guys had a whole summer and preseason to kind of figure out what they were going to be. And they're not that now. So, I think it's still a matter of figuring it out. Um, plenty of talent. There's no question about it. I just think guys are trying to figure out, you know, what their roles are right now. And, and luckily it's early in the season, but yet you don't want to fall too far behind trying to figure this out. So it's kind of a little catch-22 uh, in that regard, in that you don't have a whole lot of time, but yet you're only in game two of an SEC slate. So 
you know, I, I think Muscle's figured out. Listen, he's done this a long time, and he knows the right buttons to push. You've done SEC basketball for a while. You've been around it pretty much all your professional life. And, and you and I remember a time, and it wasn't that far removed. We're not that far removed from that now where, man, watching some of these games was like pulling teeth. I mean, you'd rather go to the dentist than watch some of these games. And now, man, it's an exciting brand of basketball. And you look at the literally the top half of the league right now, not just the top third, but the top half, any of those teams – could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. What do you think's happened over the last five, six, eight years to really turn the league into a basketball conference that can, you know, go chest to chest with anybody? Well, there was a run, and you're right. By the way, you are so right. I mean, go back 10 years, and uh, if somebody hit 60, they probably won the game. Uh, it was just – it was competitive, but it wasn't pretty. Um it was defensive-minded coaches. They felt like they could win games that way. Um, I think about, I don't know when it was, six years ago, uh, Commissioner Slive got together and uh, put together like a basketball committee and brought in basketball people. How can we make this better? What can we do? Got athletic directors to understand, hey, man, we're missing out on a golden opportunity here. Um we are the Southeastern Conference, and we shouldn't just be a football league. We've got resources to build upon. I think those athletic directors kind of bought into that, brought in some great coaches along the way. Some of them not here now, but I think turned the, the philosophy around and that you got to have some offense to go with that defense. I, I look at Bruce Pearl and what he's done at Auburn. Um, I mean, Auburn was a team that was stuck in the mud, and they weren't getting out. I don't care if they had four-wheel drive or not. They weren't going anywhere. Uh, the Tony Barbie years were just a, a, a disaster for them. Um, you know, the Jeff Lebo time before that, decent teams, but never going anywhere. Bruce Pearl brought in unbelievable intense defense, but he also opened it up offensively. And I think that's what's happened to a lot of places. Um, I don't want to take away from the fact that I, I look at Arkansas, same thing with, with Moss here. They're playing some really good defense, but yet they're kind of a wide open type of offense. Um, now, albeit they weren't in, against LSU, but I think that's kind of the mindset. We can't just play defense. We've got to let these guys be basketball players. And who wants to come play for? And, and I mean this sincerely, sincerely. I don't think the elite level high school players want to come play for a coach that prides themselves on defense. And as much as I love Conzo Martin at Missouri, and when he was at Tennessee, just a great guy. Man, I want my kid to, to be around and be mentored by him. But I wouldn't necessarily want him to go play basketball for him because he doesn't get to go play offense and, and do what the things the kids want to do. Um, so that being said, I think that's what's happened is that I think coaches have realized if we want to get these great players, man, we've got to go let them play ball, and that's what they're doing. You were talking about the transfer portal a minute ago. It kind of looks like Mizzou and LSU have done something real similar in that you know McMahon goes to Baton Rouge and brings guys from Murray State. Uh, Gates goes to Mizzou and brings guys from Cleveland State. Uh, they're not newcomers by any stretch of the imagination. You said a minute ago, for some of them, it's the last hurrah, and it is. Um, but you look at a team like Mizzou, the one we're going to see tonight, you bring in guys that are familiar with this coach, understand this system, and then you put them with a guy like Kobe Brown, who I don't know how old the guy is, but it seems like he's been there forever. I mean, you've got the makings of a team that, as we're seeing with Missouri, can do some pretty good things pretty fast. Yeah, um, the, the whole Cleveland State, they're bringing in four 
Cleveland State guys, it came with Gates, and obviously, you know, that's a huge bonus in terms of just getting your your team ready. And you also bring in a guy like Demoy Hodge, who's leading them in scoring. I mean, it's always good when you can when you know you bring in instant offense. Um, and the same thing with Coach McMahon at LSU. You know, the question is now these guys brought some of those guys from Murray with them, brought them from Cleveland State. Um, you know, obviously they may have a chance to do that for a year or two if somebody wants to transfer out of those programs now that they have a relationship with, because a lot of these transfers are all about relationships. Um, and so it's worked out pretty well for those two guys. But I'm going to say this about Missouri. Kobe Brown, as you mentioned, he's been there. It's his fourth year. But it's it's rare uh, in today's world to see a guy in his fourth year at a program now. Um, he's a rarity. I mean, he has gotten better every single year. You look at his offensive production from his freshman year to now, all of his numbers have gone up. This year's rebounding numbers are a little bit down. But offensively speaking, he is just at a whole nother level. Uh, and here's a guy, again, and I'll say this, I just said it a minute ago. He's a guy that really had some, uh, you know, I don't know, the coach just kind of put some restraints on him in terms of being an offensive-minded player. Um, you had to play defense first under Coach Martin. This is a different dynamic with Missouri and Dennis Gates. He's like, yeah, we're going to play defense. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to be out, get out in passing lanes, deflect balls, pick up steals. But we're also going to be able to get out in the open floor and let our guys play basketball, let them do things that they do every time when they're playing pickup ball, working out amongst each other, whatever it is. We're going to let them do that because that's what they want to do. That's what they're good at. And Kobe Brown has found himself in a great situation. So I, I think the game is changing. I don't know what we're seeing with LSU Missouri will be the, the norm just because of the situations those teams and programs are in now with first-year coaches. Um, but it is an interesting dynamic. And the guys like Kobe Brown, are they dinosaurs now? I don't know. We'll see in the next few years. But um, it's interesting to watch Kobe Brown mix in with these, all these transfers. Heck, they only got, what, three guys and two of them play from last year's team. That's it. All right, one last question. What's, what's going on with Kentucky? Uh, disjointed, uh, words, uh, words like connected, um, focused, um, confidence, not there. Um, great comments by Oscar Sheboy this week talking about how coach Cal usually, I don't know if fear is the right word, but coaches with an intensity and, and a demanding style and puts a lot of pressure on his players and it's worked for a long, long time. But Oscar Sheboy said this week that this is a group that needs more, productive criticism, maybe, um, more encouragement. Um, it's just a different-looking team. Um, I mean, they've got talent. I mean, Casey Wallace, heck, this freshman is as good as I've seen. Uh, he's just fantastic, and Oscar Sheway is who he is. But i got to tell you, uh, Missouri ran him out of the gym. I mean, they're lucky it was a 14- or 15-point game. I mean, they should have won that by 25. Kentucky just last couple of minutes made some shots with, in garbage time. Um, they're not the same team. They're on the bubble right now. But I will say this, anytime you've got a really good point guard and a severe wheeler and you've got a really good post player and Oscar Sheboy, you're going to have a chance every night. Uh, if they can kind of get that, I use that word again, connected offensively, um, they'll be in the hunt. But right now, it's kind of a mess, Chuck. I mean, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to watch them down the, uh, the rest of the regular season in the SEC. It's a great time to do SEC basketball, isn't it? Oh, man. I can't, like, I'm sitting here in my office getting ready for uh, – for our game, and it is just – I'm just thrilled, man. I mean, this is awesome to get a top-20 matchup, you know, in the SEC and, and game number two in Bud Walton Arena. I, I mean, it's a dream job. And you – as you said, we've been doing this a long time, Chuck. 
I think we've we've paid the we've paid the price to get these kind of games. Violence <laughs> came back to us. That's right. Everything comes back around. Dave, you're always great. Look forward to hearing you on the call tonight. Thank you. Thank you, bud. Talk to you soon. We don't need any luck. Just give me the hogs, Chuck. The Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast is brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do over the bowl season? Man, there were a lot of games to pick. A lot of twists and turns in uh, those bowl games. There's another big game coming up, obviously, on Monday night. You got basketball. Still got pro football heading toward the playoffs, the NBA every night. It's a lot to keep up with. And if you're going to be one of those people who wants to be informed in 2023 as you make your wagers, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app for a reason. There are laws that prohibit a lot of these national sports betting apps from operating within our state. So the Bet Saracen app really is the place to go. And uh, I think you'll find that the best information, the best odds, all the things you need to be an informed wagerer right there at the Bet Saracen app. It's very easy to download. There's even a very easy how-to-play video. So they'll get you set up, and they'll get you ready. The Bet Saracen app, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, which, by the way, has Georgia minus 12 and a half. That's the early line in the national championship game with TCU. I'm just going to guess that between now and kickoff time, that line comes down. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points to give up to a TCU team that just put, what, 51 on the board? I don't know. Georgia's really good, and I wouldn't bet against them. But I'm much more of a believer in TCU than I was before. At any rate, we'll have some time to talk about that as we move forward. Basketball tonight, Hogs and Mizzou. Big, big game at Bud Walton Arena. Razorbacks will travel later in the week. They'll play at Auburn on Saturday night. Both games are at 7.30. Both games are on the SEC Network. We're off and running in 2023. And uh, we'll be here again on Friday to get you ready for the weekend. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.